How's it going, Odd People? You are listening to the Odd People Podcast, and I am your host, Matt the Cat. Today is episode number 13. I traveled to Westport, Massachusetts, and I spoke with the super talented and inspiring jeweler, Harmony Winters. We did some catching up. She's an old family friend, and we talked about her journey through life, around the world, and her business. So I hope you enjoy the show. This episode is also brought to you by Juniper Rising. Rising tarot, Reiki, and life coaching is perfect for those willing to dive deep into their authentic truth to find healing, learn how to tune in and grow from past behavioral and relationship patterns that no longer serve their higher self. Those seeking self-empowerment, improvement, and self-love will find the tools and resources through sessions to assist them on their journey. The owner of Juniper Rising, Jennifer, believes in meeting the universe halfway, and when we need help identifying where to start, tarot can be a powerful tool to help us navigate what we have come to learn, teach, and do to live a life full of joy. Every tarot reader is different. Jen offers clarity and truth in her sessions. She believes in the power of perspective and love, so the readings are done through a lens of possibility. We have the power to change how we look at things and how we behave. So if nothing is set in stone, we can rewrite our life and begin fresh towards an abundant life. If you don't like what you see in the layout, you have the power to change the future because the future is in the present moment. It is here now. For more information on Juniper Rising, visit uh, www.facebook.com slash Juniper Rising 444 or Juniper underscore Rising underscore Tarot on Instagram. To reach Jennifer directly, you can dial 401 595 1638 on your telephone. First time clients receive $15 off. If you refer a friend and they mention your name in the booking, you receive 50% off your next session. Hi, Harmony. How are you doing? Good, Matt. How are you? I'm good. So, you're a surfer Indeed. and a jewelry maker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a super mom? A super mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to just say hello and tell the listeners what you specialize in. <laughs> All right. Hi, everybody. My name's Harmony Winters. I'm a jeweler, and I make handmade jewelry out of ethically sourced stones and recycled metal. I mostly do wedding and engagement. I do a lot of custom work, so I'll take somebody's old jewelry and turn it into something new that they can wear, like things that have been in their drawer passed down from their grandmother and he'll take that apart and reset the stones and I can also reuse the metal so that's my favorite thing to do that's cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) how long have you been doing this I've been doing it since 2006 wow so that's awesome yeah just around my son was born in 2008 so I started learning to make jewelry I was uh, blowing glass for quite a few years with my ex-husband and then kind of got into the jewelry world so you know I just really liked how people could carry little bits of things around with them that were important so yeah. I started by making glass jewelry that was really small and then met a mm-hmm. metalsmith and so Ryder's making stuff now too huh yeah your son Ryder yeah so he's been in the studio with me since he was a baby so I'd always have to give him something to keep him occupied yeah. like he started off in like the little chest carrier so I would just hand him a hammer to chew on like a soft hammer yeah, you know, like yeah. the rawhide ones nice so and then yeah he moved on to like hammering little things and now I set up a little bit like little Etsy shop for him to make money to for when he asks me money for his video games and yeah. He has to earn that. That's awesome, though. He's doing it himself. Yeah. How old is he now? He is 11. He'll be 12 in April. Wow. Yeah, Len's 10. Wow, yeah. He'll be 11 next December. I picture him like... Yeah, a little <coughs> so roly-poly little, little baby. So how did you... Um, 
How did you learn the metalsmithing? Who, who was that that taught you that? Uh, I met a girl. Her name's Melissa Finale. She's up in Boston. So when I was doing a big craft show in Philadelphia, there's like acres of artists from like fiber artists to clay. So there's aisles and aisles of jewelers. So I would walk all the aisles and just look at all the things. And she was super friendly. She's like, come on in and take a look. And, and then she invited me up to her studio. I told her I would like sweep the floors or anything just to kind of see what it's like inside of a working jewelry studio. I ended up apprenticing with her for about a year and then working for her. Meanwhile, I was going, I took a class at the Worcester Center for Crafts and um, kind of got into it and just started making things. That's cool. Start off with like rings and stuff? Or? Yeah, rings, necklaces. Just I like to saw a lot. That was my favorite thing, like the teeny, teeny little saw blade and sawing out different mm-hmm. like flowers and stuff. So you've been all over the world. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little <laughs> Only bit. on half of it. So right. where was it that you just went? Uh, I just went to Tahiti. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, we went there for a long time. It was like 20 days or wow. something. It was a pretty small island. You can drive around it in like three hours. So oh, really? We did a lot of circumnavigating the island. Yeah? Um, yeah, it was really great. But while we were there, we went and visited a pearl farm. We stayed there for two days. Yeah. Which was, um, it's a pearl farm that I've been following for a few years on Instagram. They're uh, a sustainable pearl farm, so they're really big proponents in the sustainable jewelry industry and sustainable pearl industry. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty amazing. We stayed there for two nights. We got to work on on the pearl farm, like bring up the oyster bags and like find the pearls yeah. and the oysters and how was a pearl formed anyway what? so they a pearl is formed inside of an oyster when there's an irritant so either like okay. a piece of sand or um so they inject they place a small bead inside the pearl and the pearl will i mean inside the oyster mm-hmm. and that forms the pearl yeah that kind the of oyster kind of themselves. like covers up the irritant with nacre which is like the stuff the pretty stuff that's pretty stuff so, the problem made yeah. That's cool. So those are all, you showed me before, all the natural Yeah, and so pearls. the ones that I brought back with me are called cashew pearls. And so the oyster will sort of shoot out it, that irritant, and then it still sends, there was a irritated spot inside of it, it'll form a pearl of its own. So it's the nacre all the way through. Okay. So there are different shapes. They're like kind of wobbly, wonky like yeah. more natural. I like those a lot better than the perfectly round ones. Yeah, I don't see how you how could you how could you not like the ones yeah. that aren't that, yeah, they look like balls. actual like real pearls. And I like using the whole sort of like the whole catch rather than like pearl farms or the whole pearl industry. Everybody's really focused on getting that big beautiful pearl so there's a lot of waste so to speak. Like a lot of the pearls yeah. just never see the light of day. So there's a lot I like using the whole Yeah. What do they do with them? I the ones they don't want. Put them in a closet, I guess. They just like something. Yeah. Or, yeah, put them in a box somewhere. Yeah, they're just wow. not as widely. But I think now that, I don't know, just like a, the whole younger, you know, generation are a lot more aware of using, you yeah. know, more sustainable practices. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, like you said about uh, taking old jewelry. Yeah. That was your grandmother's or whatever or, you know, yeah, you somebody's in your like, family's with... It's it's there. The metal's there. It's gonna sit in a box. Yeah. Why not make so it into more. something? It's like a double. You get something for yourself, and, and you get it's something like grandma's that, diamond, or it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love that. So with all this traveling around, are you worried about all these? <laughs> <laughs> you are gonna ask me. <laughs> yeah. Are you worried about diseases or no? Yeah, definitely worried about it. When yeah. we came back from Tahiti, they were while we were getting on the plane in Tahiti, they were asking everybody if they've been to China, and then. Um, there uh, were some people that they didn't let on the plane. Really? They were supposed to be like two seats in front of us. It was a couple that were like really, I don't know, it seemed like they were overplaying the honeymoon, the new honeymooners. They were like just being really, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> a too, yeah, a little too like. A little too open. <laughs> yeah, but they were supposed to be on our plane and they didn't let them on. Wow. So, yeah, and then just going through the airports is, yeah, it's like germ central. Yeah. So where was it that you went last year? Was it Japan? Japan, yeah. That's to Japan. cool. That was 
the best trip I think I've been on in my life. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. There's so much <laughs> to say about it. Yeah, um, this is so. I think overall, this is such a different culture. Everybody's so. Um, everything's intelligent. Like the way they move, they're just respectful. There's no. Mm. Uh, there's no crime. People are just so friendly and open and welcoming, yeah. and just the way they move about society amongst themselves they're not bumping into each other they're not like on their phone like nobody talks on their phone in public nobody eats really? in public wow. nobody touches in public it's all frowned upon it's just not polite yeah it's so yeah night and day when we flew back we landed in la and it was like wow we're like everybody's bumping into each other <laughs> wild animals here in america yeah yeah they're just so polite and respectful of each other it's, yeah, being in, we were like in Tokyo at rush hour and so everybody's, you know, in the streets. There's no, it's like barely any noise. Wow. So it, you can almost That's like. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you can just think like even though you're amongst so many people, you're not getting distracted by all kinds of stimulation. And yeah. Yeah. I'd love to go back there. That's cool. Do you speak Japanese at all? No. Just wow, that's arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> like, what was the second one? Arigato gozaimasu. What's that mean? Thank you. Oh, okay. I don't know. I heard arig- arigato from yeah. that song. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rubato. <laughs> yeah. And what is the other? Oh, I, is I it think konnichiwa? that either means thank you or hello. Is it konnichiwa? I think that means hello, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had the. Chap- arigato means, the, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so we had the Japanese exchange students in Westport. Yeah, I never. I never learned. I never anything. learned either. <laughs> they weren't in my circle somehow, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I just remember the yeah. um, auditorium. They did their. Yeah, they did the whole. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I didn't connect with them as much as it would have been. So nice. I remember. I remember one year they had their traditional dance, and. One of the performers had like a thing on the head that almost looked like an onion. Really? Like, we were in like middle school, and I remember yeah. all of us saying like we were calling them. Like, they looked like they had an onion on the yeah. head. Yeah. Uh, no. You know, they were doing their traditional dance and everything. Did you go to Westport High? We're- I did. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we had the exchange. So students. You probably saw that was probably. Yeah, the onion doesn't. So didn't- if I were in middle school, you were probably in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I graduated in '94. Oh, '94. Did you really? Wow. 96. I graduated in 2002. Really? Maybe yeah. I graduated in 96 then. It was that <laughs> long ago, I don't remember. Well, then that... Your brother would know when did he graduate. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to he ask might not him. remember either. So do you have, uh, <clears throat> when it comes to like making jewelry, do you have like a formal process? Do you draw it out? Do you have a computer program, or is it more of like an intuitive thing where you just kind of go with the flow and you have like a feel to what you, you kind of know what you want to make, but you... Yeah, I kind of know what I want to make, or yeah, I'll have an idea and I'll just start making it in metal. Yeah. Sometimes I draw it out to give myself an idea of, if it's for a customer, I, I draw it out for them, Yeah. I'll get approval, but when I make... Um, when I make something for myself, it's I have an idea in my head, and yeah. I just kind of start making it in metal. Kind of like sketching it out in metal. Yeah. Because it comes, yeah, you can take it apart, you can redo it, and ideally I do it in silver instead of gold for the first time, but okay. sometimes I just go for it. <laughs> just go for <laughs> But it's gold. recyclable, so if I like make a mistake, I can turn that into something else. So yeah. It's not uh, lost ever. Yeah. So do you you melt down all the metal yourself? I and do. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. What do you? What is that? Uh, I can see a can. <laughs> yeah, so that's a propane tank, and then the taller one's oxygen. So I oh, okay. use a mix of those depending on how much heat I need. How hot does it get? It gets uh, platinum, I believe, is like close to two thousand degrees. Wow! So it's really yeah, fun. It yeah, hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's really really hot. Yeah, that's cool. So people bring you stuff, and you just melt it down. Yep, melt it down. I either make a mold, so I can pour it into a mold of something or that's cool. I can roll it out. That's what I was doing yesterday with a customer. She had her grandmother's ring. So we made the, well, I took the stone and made it into a necklace for her and used the band 
part of the band is going to be in her husband's wedding band, and then oh. a little more, like a little drop of it's going to be in her wedding band. So they came in yesterday and did it, oh, made cool. their own rings, which was really fun. So she used the yeah. torch for the first time and melted yeah. down her grandmother's gold. So it melts into like a little ball. And then I have a rolling mill. It's kind of like a pasta maker uh-huh. that will squeeze the metal and you roll it through these uh, little channels and it stretches it out mm. into a strip. Like a little piece of spaghetti. Yeah, it's like a little piece of spaghetti. <laughs> and then that'll turn. I can turn that into a ring. So it's, it's really fun. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I saw all your tools and I'm like, wow, this is like... Yeah, there's a lot of little tools. Yeah. What's like the one you can't live without? Uh, my favorite tool is probably my hammer. I have a little tiny hammer. It's rusty. That was Ryder's hammer when he was little. Yeah. He'd always take it from my studio and put it in a sandbox. And he's like, that's my hammer. <laughs> and I'm like, I need that for my work because it imparts... It's rusty, so it gives like a rusty texture mm. to my work. It gives it like that natural, organic kind of look that I like like it's been beaten up for a while but so he'd always put it in a sandbox it would get even rustier which was great he was like yeah that's cool leave it there and let let him play with it that's my favorite tool you have a love for the natural world I do how do you translate that into uh, your work yeah mostly everything's inspired by the ocean which I finally just realized a few years ago I was like oh so it's so hard as an artist to try to find your own signature style or something that people will look at and be like oh that's Harmony's work not just random jewelry or Mm. you know any it goes along with any other of the crafts too to try to really develop your own style I struggled with that because I have so many ideas and so many things I just want to make all kinds of different things it's hard to pick one and fine tune it and uh yeah, it was a friend. She's like, well, all your things look like, you know, comes from the beach or it's all like oceany, watery. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't see that because you're so deep in your own, you know, in your own things. So, yeah, once we kind of had that conversation, I, I was like, yeah, that's my thing. Of course, that's my thing. That's why I started my business was so I could go surfing. <laughs> I worked with uh, handicapped adults, like mm-hmm. uh, traumatically brain injured adults. So we'd always drive the big white van down to the beach and check the waves. And yeah. when it was good, it would kill me. I couldn't go in. <laughs> and they'd be like, go in. We want to watch. And I'm like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> they'd be like in jail. I can't sit you guys in your chairs on the beach while I surf. <laughs> they would have loved it. They would have had yeah. a blast. But, yeah, um, you would have been so fired. I, and <laughs> Yeah. So in that time, I was also like going to the big craft shows at, with the, with my ex-husband doing the glass blowing. Mm-hmm. So I met the jeweler during that time. and So I'd bring my metal work to their house, you know, the, the group home, because I did third shift. So I yeah. would just saw things and hammer things and I did a craft show and so on and so forth so everything now I'm like really trying to fine tune it the inspiration comes directly from when I'm surfing or yeah down at the beach and people seem to really resonate with that which is great I found my people they're all like walking the beach <laughs> or in the water so a lot of my customers surf or yeah. Older women I see down when I go for walks at the beach. I'm like, oh, all my customers are walking today. And now everybody <laughs> down here, it's great. It's cool. I found my people. Did you surf at all in Tahiti? I did a little bit. Nice. Yeah. So the island's surrounded by reef, so the reef's pretty far out in most cases, so you need a boat to get to, which is tricky because you can't just like drive around and go in where you want. You need to rent a boat driver yeah so you have to get way out past the reef yeah before you can and it's shallow yeah and you can't really see what you're getting into until you get up on it and get in the water but it was fun yeah I caught like the best wave of my life pretty much really yeah that's awesome yeah it was awesome so uh, we watched a movie last night called The Shallows oh really have you seen that I haven't I haven't seen or heard it so don't watch okay (laughs) it's um it was okay as, as far as a, a movie goes, it's, it was okay. But um, Blake Lively, the actress, Blake Lively, yeah, she's a surfer, and she finds some secret beach oh, out really? in Mexico somewhere and goes surfing, and the shark shows up, and yeah, it's a whole. Oh wow! It's like kind of a horror movie, but it's you know, PG thirteen, yeah. so it's not it. too brutal. Yeah, it's all right. Anything with 
yeah. Surfing sounds yeah, good. yeah. And sharks. <laughs> yeah, surfing and sharks. It was cool. It was interesting. I won't tell you too much because you yeah. might watch it. But um, and it dawned on me last night as we're watching it. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, yeah, sharks wanna, are always a concern. I'm like, I'm gonna be talking to a surfer tomorrow. I'm like, Especially, I wonder. Yeah, you know, on the Cape, right? Because you guys are out there. Yeah, and... we're in Bourne. We don't. We're kind. You know, we're in Buzzards Bay. Yeah. It probably would have taken me less time to take a boat here. Yeah. <laughs> than it would for me to drive because it's like. <laughs> Straight, yeah, uh, straight across yeah. Buzzards Bay, but um, yeah. So we don't, we haven't had a lot of activity yet. Mm. You know, put the Cape Cod Canal right there and everything. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of activity out in like Chatham. It's and, good out. Yeah, I used to go out there to surf all the time. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, but now where we are, there's no real waves. Yeah, which is good for the kids on the beach, and they can play. In the water and, and cause, not worry about yeah, because they're little boys, so they want to build <laughs> sandcastles and yeah, they get cars and trucks playing on the beach. But you know, uh, yeah, there's no real waves. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryder always wanted to go into the waves. Yeah. Yeah, he surfs a little bit. He surfed oh, a little yeah? in, in Tahiti. Yeah, did he? He's That's getting cool. into it. How about Japan? Is there any surfing that there goes is, on there? There is, yeah, yeah. That was one of the reasons why we went to oh, okay. kind of check it out. We didn't bring our boards, but we just wanted to like, see if it was somewhere we'd come back to. Because yeah. we went as a family. I went with my boyfriend, Jim, and his yeah. son, Alex, who's 20. Oh, okay. Two, I think. And yeah, and my son, Ryder, who's 12. So it was a really fun family trip. Jim has a 22-year-old yep. son. He doesn't look like he's old he enough. He looks like have. he's 22. I know. Yeah, he looks like he's 22. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that was great because half the time Ryder navigated around the country because if you pull up Google Maps, mm -hmm. it works amazing there. And he's like, let's go to Nara where the deer are. So I'm like, yeah, get us there. So he'd, be, like, he'd pull it up and he'd be like, all right, going through the train station and the subway. Cool. It's like... So I'm just like, if he gets Smart lost, kid. he can find his Yeah, bike. right, if you lose him. But there are so many people, yes. So we went down the coast looking at the water. Right after we left, like a week later, there was a tsunami. Oh, wow. Um, no, not tsunami. Uh, typhoon. Oh. Sorry. Is a typhoon like a hurricane? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely I not. know what a tsunami is. I know. I was like, oh, no. Wave. I'm like, I need more coffee. <laughs> <clears throat> I know. I haven't had coffee at all. Um, so where did you go to Tokyo? Yeah, we flew into okay. Tokyo. All right. Flew in there and then... Spent one night there and traveled down the coast because it was kind of cold when we went. So it was February. They're on the same latitude as like North Carolina. Oh, okay. So it was a little cool. So we and we spent our days outside, pretty much walking around. So we'd take the bullet train. The it's called the Shinkansen. It goes 180 miles an hour. Holy shit! Which we're like, yeah, that's gonna be cool. You can't even look out the window. You're like, car sick. Really? Yeah, it's so fast. You're just pinned to the seat? Yeah, just pinned. <laughs> it's so <laughs> awesome. No, you're not pinned. But yeah, you can definitely feel it. Wow. Uh, so we just took that all the way down to the most southern part that you could go through on that. You can get a rail pass, like a seven-day rail pass for um, like $300 or something. And it, oh. you can go on any public transport, like bus, train, local, local buses. So you can travel the whole country so easily cool yeah, so smart everything's so smart there i know I, I don't know anybody that's been there except for to uh okinawa i had some friends that did that whole exchange thing in oh, high school yeah. you know that must have been oh, well i don't God. you know i don't know anybody's been to tokyo except for you yeah <laughs> yeah we flew into tokyo i would have just gone to the hotel and gone to sleep because we'd been up for like 24 hours at oh, that point God. flying yeah. and cause the flight was pretty long and, um, but yeah, my boyfriend's pretty energetic. He's like a 16 year old. He's like, yeah. let's go get sushi. So he yeah. would just hailed a cab and said, sushi, like take us to the best sushi. And the guy just took us like deep into Tokyo wow. down some like little side street and like pointed to wow. a restaurant. So, and it was the most amazing sushi. Did anybody speak English there? Or? A lot of people. Yeah. Oh, really? A lot yeah. more than I was expecting. That's cool. Which was cool, but yeah, I wish we had spoke Japanese. It always makes you feel like, oh, yeah. dumb Americans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just get used to being like a big dumb American, kind of. Yeah. You just have to roll with it and smile <laughs> and say arigato. Yeah, we oh. went to the Azores. Oh, which, I'd love to go there. That's on my I'm list. I'm sure there's some surfing there. There because... is, like, big and 
Fantastic. Yeah, we yeah. went the beach when we went to the beach. See, I don't speak Portuguese at all, but of course, Melanie her her family's from yeah. there, so that was oh great. But everybody speaks English for the most part. It's not a big deal. But uh, so the beach we went to, of course, was like a black sand volcanic beach. Oh wow! There was a wall of just volcanic rock that went up. Yeah. I don't know, a couple hundred feet. Whoa! And. At the time, I was going to the climbing gym in New Bedford a yeah. lot, so I'm like, like, man, I'm like, I want to climb that. Like, this is so cool. I kind of climbed to, like, where I was comfortable, maybe, like, 12 feet up. Yeah. I'm like, I know. Yeah. It's hard when you're a climber. You see everything. You're like, it, I need to climb that yeah, right like, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I would that. never consider myself a climber, but I just... I, no, you've I got went, the bug. Yeah, I went climb. there enough that yeah. I was like, I was like, oh wow, like I, I should have brought my that. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the beach there was crazy. It was, the, the waves... The undertow was scary. unbelievably yeah. scary. Yeah, because that's just like open ocean. Like you're going yeah. to you're just out in the middle of the yeah. ocean, literally. So the the beach. So from like where the sand and the surf met, it was maybe I fifty feet tops, and you were neck deep. Wow! It just. It just dropped. I don't know if it was because of the undertow and how strong the, the waves are there. But it yeah, was they like... Just beat this, yeah, My mother-in-law warned us. She's like, don't let go of the kids. You know, because they're little. They're yeah. Five and That's, ten. Yep. <laughs> She's like, don't let go of the kids. That's so scary. Don't, yeah. you know, like, that's really strong and dangerous. We were like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever, lady. Oh, yeah. But... At that moment. Yeah, no. We, yeah. we <clears throat> like... Firm mm-hmm. grip on, on the boys. I'm like, yeah. the, the, I can't let you guys go. I like, almost this isn't lost home. Ryder in Puerto Rico. This is my yeah. scariest mom moment that I'm sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a similar thing. It was big waves. I mean, yeah, I'm used to the ocean and comfortable in it. And yeah. he, I was holding onto his wrist and he was boogie boarding. So he had the boogie board under his belly, but I was like, I'm holding onto you. Like, yeah. And it, was, it wasn't even that big, but a wave came and just like, I did all I could just to hold onto his wrist and he wouldn't. So he didn't get sucked out. I was like, wow. oh my God, I was almost lost. It was so scary. Yeah, that makes you stomach It sucked turn. him so hard and so, like, like nothing I'd ever felt before. That's crazy. Yeah, it was so scary. Yeah, like, so I'm not scary. a surfer, but I'm a pretty strong swimmer. Yeah. And, I'm and you know com- the ocean. Yeah, and I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm comfortable in the ocean. Not there, though. I was not. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. After. Yeah, it was like power. I've never. Felt. Yeah, it was, it's so powerful. And I'm. I'm you know, standing waist deep, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to go any deeper. And it just, it's just such a, yeah, it wasn't, there was nothing gradual about it. It was just a drop off. Yeah, that could suck and you way out. And you're looking out, the waves are breaking like right there, and you're like, that, that's deep, like right there, and it's so deep. Yeah. And Mel- <clears throat> Melanie's got a cousin. Um, he's going to medical school now. He's a, he's a lifeguard at the YMCA. Mm. You know, he's, you, your typical what you would picture a lifeguard to be yeah. he's you know 20 strong young man <laughs> young 20s he's a strong dude and, you know and he's like I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out for a swim the thought crossed my mind and being like I'm a strong swimmer I can do it and I'm looking at the waves crash and I'm like nope I'm like not even gonna make that suggestion <laughs> you're also a smart young man <laughs> yeah no, I'm like I'm, I'm older if I was his age I probably would have done it he would have been saving me pulling me in oh. but I'm like nah not gonna do it uh, I'm not even gonna Say hey, let me go with you. And I was be careful. And he went off, and you know you trying to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Not that you know maybe I could save him, but you know. And he's he's in between the waves. You're seeing him. And then it's like at one point he's just gone. Whoa. And I'm like, uh oh, getting nervous after a while. I'm like, wait, like is he gonna come back? And then like you know, it was a, quite a while later, and you see him running down the beach. Oh, like a 22-year-old guy just running. Yeah, just, <laughs> just no big deal. Just went for like a really Yeah, he just went for a long... And I'm like, dude, where the hell did you go? And he's like, oh, I went all the way all the way to the end. And at the end was the wall of volcanic rock and just the waves crashing. crashing and I'm on like, the that's jagged the most, rocks. Yeah, I'm like, the, the most dangerous freaking place. That's where you went? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. Yeah, but he, he was fine. Totally unscathed. And I'm like... And there's, there's not a you wouldn't be able to pay me to go yeah. over there and yeah, get in how do you that even water. Get out of the water. It's, yeah, like if I don't you go even a little too far. Yeah, I know those jagged rocky points. If you and there was a, I kept making the joke because there was a 
like a beach past the rocks. Yeah. That I'm like, maybe there's like a bunch of half naked yeah. girls. <laughs> like maybe he came across a nude beach on yeah. the other side of that giant rock. And just, he's just gone now. That's but, why he goes for his long swim. Yeah, so right. You can't come with me. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that that was that was kind of sketchy. But How long were you guys there, Azores? We were there for just about a week. Oh, nice. And it was nowhere near long enough. And Mel's parents were like, "You need to go longer." We were like, "I, I just couldn't, couldn't manage it with work, and she couldn't manage it with work. And yeah. We had to get back." I'm like, you know, I'm like, ah, damn. Yeah, <laughs> I really, you- really wish I would have just said screw <clears throat> it all, and like I would live there. Would you? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it was that. It was that nice, and it was like I don't like cities, but we stayed. You know, very. It's <laughs> the cat. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do any litter in? She's all right. Um, so uh, we stayed in a very city-like area mm-hmm. where it was like there was a one-way street. The sidewalks as wide as my table. Wow. So you Just... walk, you step out of the door and like that's it. Like you keep going, you might get hit by a car. <clears throat> but the streets the streets wide enough to fit one car and some cars parked like up on the curb. Whoa. And it's it's just it's it's, it's like, quaint and like yeah it's totally slow, different right? vibe. But the, I mean the cars drive really fast. I was surprised by that. Hmm. Everything else is calm. Hmm. Everything else is just mellow. And everywhere you go, it's they bring bread and cheese over. They're all the restaurants yeah. and you're sitting and you just everything's just living life. Yeah, and instead the, and of the, just like go go go. Yeah, I mean maybe it's because we were on vacation, but it just felt like that was the vibe there anyway. Mm-hmm. It was just everything was a lot calmer. Yeah. Except for the highway. That seems <laughs> to be insane. the vibe everywhere I've traveled. It's yeah. just people spend a lot more time together. Yeah. Spending time just living like their lives yeah. rather than working and coming home late and going cleaning uh, the house and going to bed to get up to work again real Yeah, it's crazy, it's, isn't it? Yeah. Where is that like that I'm like on that the search Maybe it's the United just States the Northeast is like this. No, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've, I, I lived out west, though, and it, yeah, it's the same, sort of. Where out west did you live? I lived in Nevada. Oh, okay. I mean, as I, when I was younger, and I also lived yeah. in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So my, fam- my family's from Wisconsin originally, my mom and dad. Oh, no kidding. And uh, their parents. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. The land of cheese. <laughs> the, land, the land of <laughs> yeah, cheese. Yeah, I love that. Oh, man. Yeah, so I don't know. I can't. The only thing, we went to Vermont last fall, and we stayed in a little off-the-grid cabin. Yeah. It was really awesome. Slower up there. And it was, yeah, there was there was a, on our way out, we stopped, because we saw this little, like, shopping area. Mm-hmm. I guess we should let her, yeah, she's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, so, so the area nearby was, there was, like, a bunch of shops, and it was a Sunday, so they all had like it was like a little farmers market type of thing where yeah. everybody had their like their crafts. So it was a little craft fair. Oh, nice! And I've had, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really like social with just random people. I don't just start conversations. Yeah, so it's like don't not, do that. Not my thing. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't like just you know start asking questions. And yeah. Talking. <clears throat> but so uh, we had the dog with us. So I was sitting outside with the dog, and Mel's going into the stores and. We all walked around like an open area, but uh, I'm sitting there with the dog. Everybody that walked by, oh, what kind of dog is he? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I have a friend that's got this dog. And You're like, why is everybody talking to me? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, this is strange. I'm like, everybody's just sitting there talking, and I couldn't believe it. It was, mm. just, it was a little bit of that vibe where, like, everybody was friendly, and yeah. that's, how, that's how the Azos are. You're walking around in an area. Mm-hmm. Where there's like shops and stuff, and people are just saying hello to you. Yeah, they're just nice, normal people. Yeah, they're just nice. <laughs> they're being nice and normal. Yeah, yeah, it's like that in Wisconsin. Actually, I just went and visited some family out there yeah. last spring, and yeah, it takes a few days to get used to people being <laughs> friendly and yeah, going into coffee shops and just yeah. strangers starting conversation with you. Just yeah, and maybe because we're just near Boston, and it's such a yeah, I don't know what it know, is. Fast hub of. Either. That's what I was. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday about all this coronavirus and all that crap. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, I think the real problem is there's no there's no like sense of community anywhere. Like it's here and there, but mm-hmm. it's not like as a whole. We're all we all live here. We should all be community centered. Not yeah, that's yeah, trying to take care of each other, not letting the 
the thing. government control yeah. everything. And I don't mm-hmm. know. That's how Japan is. That's their their whole culture is community centered. Like what's best. They don't do what's best for themselves. They do what's best for the community. So that's why crime the crime rate's so low because yeah. it doesn't just. It's not like one guy doing something bad and you're like, oh, he's bad guy it's like he's reflecting his family and his neighborhood and his town and there's so much misinformation i think people are like people are scared and they don't know what to believe and so i think having a government that's like everything's fine this is just gonna go away it people a lot of people want to believe that so of course yeah if you don't have the information then yeah, it's tricky. It's it's yeah, it's really interesting how the how society works and how people's minds work in a state of fear and a yeah. lot of people aren't going to keep seeking information in the news because that's like who wants yeah. to read all that. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting how And it's crazy. It's just it, it's probably not going to affect us. If, if we could both have it right now and yeah. oh, I got a scratchy throat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Where and where we're not <clears throat> We'll feel fine, but yeah, like we'll if, feel fine. But like if my mom were to get <clears throat> somebody older with health issues, yeah, it could bring them down. Yeah, my mom doesn't feel good right now. I think she has the flu, but I hope she has <clears throat> the flu. A very good chance. But when, just the but flu. when I came back from, she wouldn't. <coughs> now I want to cough. <laughs> <laughs> my shirt. Yeah, when I came back from Tahiti, she <coughs> wouldn't, wouldn't hug me, or she stayed far away, and I stayed far away, which was hard because I hadn't seen her in a while. But good, I like Cloroxed all the. I gave her some vanilla, <coughs> Tahitian vanilla. <laughs> Do you want a drink? Yeah, actually. So at this point in the interview, uh, we took a little break. Uh, my throat was starting to dry up. I uh, left my water in the car, which I normally have with me. And I coughed uncontrollably for a minute, but Harmony gave me some iced tea, and it was all good, and we continued the interview. I'm really thankful that... I think I've adjusted my business so that I don't have to physically be here as much, because I want to be able to travel, and I want to be able to go surfing when there's waves, or, you know, pick up rider from school every day, and just... Yeah. have more so much fle- I want time so I've like made my business so I have that time yeah. which fits into a <clears> pandemic <throat> also so I can work <laughs> I didn't really consider that but uh yeah this is an awesome space because a lot of my work yeah it's really really nice in here I got super lucky yeah yeah this is like the perfect size yeah, so it's an old farm stand there's a photo up there there's a rooster oh, okay. in that photo that's <laughs> yeah um, they added this front built area on where the little jewelry shop is and the, in the backs where my studio is. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, it's great. I can work here. And then when I'm open, you know, I'm kind of working and people come in and poke around or make appointments. I do a lot by appointment, which is nice. Yeah. A lot online. A lot of people email me. So yeah. I did craft shows for like 10, 12 years or so. I would do like up to 40 shows a year. Wow. And do you like, still do them? No. This year is the first year I'm not. Last year I did a handful of shows. So I'm really trying to push. Yeah. Really just like <clears throat> pivoting my business so I don't have to physically go out and do shows every weekend because that's, that's a, tough. And it's a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just made $3 an hour. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, sometimes it's great, but and I do. It was really great for building my business. Like I have a lot. All yeah. of my customers came from going out and meeting people at shows, and so I'm finding people now are emailing me from like four years ago. They picked up a card and they're like, "Oh, I always knew I wanted to propose, and I knew that I wanted you to make the ring. Now's the time. I live in Colorado. Let's wow. hop on the phone cool. and chat." So it's kind of like snowballed. Which is awesome. Awesome. That's exactly what you so, wanted. To that's do. exactly what I wanted it to do. So if I feel like business <clears throat> is dropping off in any way, maybe I'll go to shows again. But I, I think really pushing into the um, heirloom redesign and yeah, having a physical shop has helped a lot. People aren't. I don't have to meet people in parking lots in the back yeah. of my car. <laughs> open up like my little diamond box to show them yeah, engagement I I, ring I, options. I think me and you met up at. Uh, Home Depot. We did meet Home, Home Depot parking lot. Yep. <laughs> I remember what I bought from you at that time. I might have been a necklace. A necklace or, for Melanie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I bought a so that's where from I there. was selling <laughs> when I wasn't yeah. at shows. Parking yeah. lots, coffee shops. Yeah, you so, and Jim came down. It was funny. Yeah, yeah no, this space is awesome. It's, it's just... It's very uh, aesthetically pleasing, too. Yeah. It's, you come walking in and... <clears throat> You know, I'll try to post some pictures of it if you don't mind. No, that'd be great. It's just laid out so nice, and then you have your workspace right there, and I just I don't know. It has, yeah, it's it relaxing. Has a, it has a nice, relaxing, cool vibe to it. Yeah, lots of plants. I can see you working. Jim's always making fun of me. He's like, I can, he's like, people aren't going to know if you're selling jewelry or plants. You have too many plants. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, oh no, I have plans for a lot more. My, 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 my people like plants. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah. open up the bottom. I'm going to put new flooring in and then take those cool. um, little cupboard coverings off and fill that area with plants. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming no, along. You can tell, it's definitely come, you, coming along. You can tell you, you sell jewelry. There's <laughs> not that many plants. Yeah, I use it. making the fun. Yeah, it's really nice to be able to have Ryder here too. So if he has off of school or he's... Yeah. Home for a few weeks, so he'll come in here with me. The next next couple of weeks, we'll work on his his stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's gonna have because <clears throat> he bought a dirt bike, so he's in the process of paying me off for that ah. too. He just bought a an eighty five, which is it's scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. Fast. He's terrifying. Yeah. He'll come home and he'll be like, oh, "I just cleared the sixty five foot double, mom," and I'm Shit, like, really? oh, "That's really far. That's really." And he's um, doing those whips where you or he's like yeah. practicing. He's practicing that. Where you kind of turn the bike sideways to, I guess it slows it, you down in the air. Okay. Yeah. There's scrubs I don't know. and I don't whips. Know, I don't know how to ride that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to ride, so... That... Yeah, you turn the bike sideways while you're flying over a jump. And Does it... he have somewhere around here to ride? Wareham. Oh, okay. Yep. There's an awesome track in Wareham. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who ride, um, owns it's great. His name's Jake. He, um, okay. Yeah, he rides himself, and so he started a track. And they have uh, the races there, like the... Nemax, like the New England MX races, yeah. and they have a kids area too. Like, so it's <clears throat> that's where he started. Was it's like a little rolly, little rolling hill area. Yeah. So the kids that are just learning to go can be over there. And then there's the big, scary. Learn how to handle a bike. Yeah, over and he has he has classes and uh, <clears throat> camps, cool. summer camps and stuff. Oh no kidding! So he went to huh. dirt bike camp <laughs> last summer. Nice. Or summer before. Yeah, Lennon would never do that. He did drums oh, last nice. year, and then uh, so he's got a drum set and everything. And yeah, he um, he said, oh, "I, w- I want to do acting," because he's constantly talking oh, about wow. making movies. Yeah, I made this movie, and like it's all in his head that he's made all these See, movies, and he's awesome. got all these scenes planned out in his head. He's got a, his thing. Yeah, that's like his thing. Yeah, and he he so he took he took an acting class, and he had his play yesterday. And it was a play about why you shouldn't be in a play. So it was, <laughs> it was really supposed to be 15 reasons. Mm-hmm. But because of time and because they only had, you know, a few kids in the class. It's, you know, uh, it was only, it was six reasons why you shouldn't be in a play. So oh. he went up and you could, we could, me and Melanie were kind of giggling because you could see how nervous he was. Yeah. But he got through it and he pushed himself. That's awesome. And, like, afterwards, I'm like, oh, you, you know, we're telling him how great he did and everything. Yeah, Smee must have been so proud. And uh, he's like, I don't feel good. <laughs> he's like, my, my, stomach, my stomach's bothering me. I'm like, it's just, he's like, I wanted water, and I didn't have any water. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. He's like a, like a professional actor. Yeah. He needs all this stuff. But he's like, I was sitting in the sun while all the other kids were rehearsing, so it was good. I go, we'll get hot. Oh. And I'm like, bud, I'm like, you're totally in control of your life. <laughs> like, you're sitting in the sun. Move out of the sun. <laughs> like, he doesn't, he's 10, so he doesn't know to, like... He's still at the point, like, is it okay? Like, Yeah, like, he's worried. Yeah, he's me, worried like, can about... Can I have that snack? And I'm like, you don't need to ask anymore. Like, you can eat whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, he's, t- yeah, he's 10. He knows that he can... Yeah. What he can do and he what he can can't do, but it's like dude, you, you don't have to like sit in the sun, baking in the sun, being thirsty. Uh, so yeah, so he was a little he's upset because he he was upset because he didn't know. And then we're leaving the place, and he's like, I don't want to do any, I don't want to do acting anymore. I don't want to do that ever again. Uh, well, like you did great. I'm like yeah. just telling you, you did great. And um, I said. Uh, my one critique for him was you were too close to the microphone. There was a microphone, and yeah. he was like, oh, like 
<laughs> right up on top of it. And he's like, whoa. Right but like, he, even, he even went, whoa, like at one point. It was funny. He did really good, That's though. Awesome. Do you have pictures online or anything? Uh, Melanie took a bunch of pictures. Yeah, but he did great. That's, so that's his, that's, yeah, his, that's his thing. It's awesome seeing them when they find their things. Yeah, maybe actually being out in front is not his jam. But maybe yeah, he I don't know. He, he, did, he did do good, and I think he would have done better if he wasn't feeling so, so overwhelmed by yeah. the conditions, Dude, I, all other I'd conditions. I'd feel like I'm throw up if I did, had to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that takes a lot of... I've been on stage a few urge. times playing my guitar, and I was oh, uncomfortable yeah. with it every single time. Really? I never liked it. Love playing guitar, but I just not. <clears throat> I'm not the. I'm not, not that not dude. The front man. I can't do it. <laughs> I should have picked a different instrument that I could hide behind, like, like a drums pipe or organ or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever been on stage. Oh, no. that's not. Yeah, it's not my thing. Like yeah, be. but Simon's very intense, so maybe he'll do something like that because he does karate. <clears throat> does he? And he likes it. He all. likes it. Yeah, he likes it, and he's just. They're so different, it's unbelievable. Wow. Where Len's just calm and he wants to sit there and draw and play mm. with Legos and it's, yeah, you know, like, look at books. Simon's like, let's go. I'm going to jump off the roof. I'm going <laughs> to flip over a car. Like, oh, he's, wow. yeah, he's just crazy. And he's little. He's like a little peanut. Like, he's definitely not yeah. the biggest kid in this class by a long shot. Yeah, that's how Ryder always was. He's yes. wanted to, like, do something. Like, yeah. he hasn't even, yeah, like, he'll play video games, but he's like, oh, I don't even want to do this anymore. Can we go do something? Like, yeah. That's good, though, go in a way. ride a bike, or, yeah, he does, like, BMX a little bit. He goes to the skate parks, and... Well, yeah. that's a good match for you. You're, I always wanted to, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're outdoorsy. I feel like as I get older, I just want to kind of sit. Yeah, but you've always been outdoorsy from what I re- yeah. remember of you. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> don't like to just do nothing. But, yeah. Yeah. That's I always good. want to go out. So that's a good match. Do something. Is Jim ride or? Uh... Yeah, he does all the things. He doesn't ride motocross, but he rides BMX with his son or downhill oh, okay. mountain bike. Oh, cool. He has one of those. Nice. Have you done that? No. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying or? Yeah, I think you have to really love it and be into it. Yeah. I don't like it as much. Yeah. Ryder loves it, so like I'll follow. I went to uh, where was it? There's a trail in Berkshire East. It's out in Charlemont, Mass. Okay. It's a Thunder Mountain bike park. So that's pretty funny. So you take the chairlift up with your bikes and then you uh, ride down these trails. That's what um, Jim's son, Alex, does. He builds mountain bike trails oh, no with kidding. a company wow. called Gravity Logic. So they'll go to like Vail and turn um, you know, so they have like summer things to do. That's he cool. He goes all over, actually. That's awesome. So, yeah, they'll build like a <clears throat> bridges over gaps and like jumps and so there's like oh, okay. wooden features like that oh yeah can... i've seen that online so it's, like... it's fun it, i like going yeah. slow i like yeah i wouldn't i would go probably but i try slow. to follow rider and he's like let's go down this trail he's like you've been down this before so I like i'm following him down and then i'm like in the air i'm like i don't want to be in the air right now <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> trying to keep wow. up with him yeah, it's a, a spooky. Wanna, I'm like, now I have to land this? Like, I don't know how don't to wanna, land this. I don't want to be in the air right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it does, it just like, yeah, it just kind of like rides for you. They're built so well and so smooth, and it just guides the bike down the trail. So you, yeah. you, you should definitely stick to, you know, within your skill level. But yeah. Yeah, yeah trying but, to follow, like, my, ten, yeah, when he was like nine and 10, I'm like, I can't let him go down this by himself. I've got to follow him. I can follow him down. And yeah. then I'm like, I can't follow him down. <laughs> he's like at the bottom. He's like, where did you go? And I'm like, I was right behind you, bud. He's like, I've been here for like three minutes waiting. I'm like, wow. I'm going at like my top speed. Yeah, there's a mountain bike trail in Falmouth. Oh, And yeah. I've never been on it because it's like hardcore in the woods. Like you drive by and the guy is, you know, people taking their bikes off of their car or out of a truck or whatever and they're just so riding wheelies up and down yeah and they're just riding wheelies around and shit and i'm like you could tell they get like helmets like full helmets on yeah and i'm like what is that trail like i'm like i thought that was just like a trail through the woods oh there's probably like rock i'm like this probably giant drop-offs and shit and i'm like i don't even i've never been on it so i'm not gonna go all by myself i uh built a bike rack for this guy uh that owns a bike shop in buzzards bay so 
the deal was I built him the rack, mm -hmm. and then he gave me a bike. Oh, nice. Like, I paid for shipping or whatever yeah. it was, and it was like it worked out. It's fun if you uh, just go, yeah, like, through the woods slowly. Like, there's some trails around here that we go on. Yeah, this... this where there's just, like, little hills, and you kind of can... Yeah, this hiking everything. trails, and uh, there's a lot of walking trails in the woods in Bourne, and I'll take my bike through there, mm. because it's just like a trail. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem with it is it's... You can't get... You can't go too fast because nothing's banked. It's like a flat walking trail. Yeah. So you go to try to take a hard turn and you might hit a tree because yeah. it's meant for somebody walking. Ugh. But um, Yeah, that comes up, they come up fast. Yeah. Like, there was something I wanted to ask you about this place. Oh, do you know the people that own it? Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah. They, um, I, her grandson is rider's age. Oh, okay. So I know the mom through like school and town and yeah, yeah, and the woman who owns it is super nice. And so oh, that's cool. she pretty much raised her kids in here because her house is right behind the building. Yeah, so that's awesome. They'd come in here with her when they were little, and she gave um, all kinds of art classes and sold oh, okay. fruit and vegetables, and then it moved more into like a store where she sold candles and gave classes. So yeah, it was that's definitely cool. an institution in town for a really long time. That's awesome. So. Yeah, it's, I'm super happy in here. Yeah, I knew I, I knew I always knew I wanted a job like working for myself so I could have yeah. like the freedom and the time and I could just never pick something. I tried like everything. I sewed, I did this, I did that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be like a fashion designer. I'm going to go to <laughs> yeah. school for this. I'm going to like <clears throat> I always kind of dabbled but never stuck with anything. Yeah. And um I Yeah, I finally I ran into you was it Savers or something? I remember you you buying up a shitload of jeans, like nice oh, clothes. Oh yeah, at TJ like, Maxx, yeah, I was selling yeah, them on eBay. <laughs> you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Well, I just you know, yeah. there's been a few times well, yeah, we've run I into had each a other. Stack of like thirty pairs. Yeah, of jeans. I'm like, holy shit, she's got like an unbelievable amount of clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, that's all for you. Yeah. No, I saw I was buying them at TJ Maxx for like twelve bucks and selling them on eBay for like a hundred. But then TJ Maxx <laughs> caught on, I think, because they were selling. Yeah, they had like designer jeans. Yeah, they for still a while. do sell stuff. But now that yeah. Cheap. Yeah, I made, I made some good money doing that for a while. <laughs> Anything to to not have to work a regular job. Yeah. Because yeah, time's way more important to me. Yeah, I know. Money, that's so. that's what I want to get back into doing something for myself because um, I worked for myself. Me and my dad mm -hmm. had the yeah. business, you know, remodeling houses, <clears throat> and then it just, you know, after the market wasn't doing well, and then. Um, 2012 I had heart surgery so uh, after that we just trained the bank account trying to yeah. keep up with bills and everything and Whoa. that led me to the <clears throat> job I have now but um, yeah I want to get back into owning my own business and I say that yeah. all the time to like people at work because there's a lot of people like retirement age at work and they're like oh yeah I got two years left and then they're, you know, everybody's all, they're all proud of themselves that they've worked for for a job that they hate for 40 years oh you're like God. Jesus Christ um, but that, that's my whole thing I'm like I'm retiring early like mm -hmm. from this place yeah you I'm should I'm like be. not not retiring ever but this place is is not gonna be it's not fulfilling when I'm your, old no it's, it's yeah. I get paid well and all that and <clears> it's <throat> good I get good health insurance and stuff but which mm -hmm. is important it is yeah <laughs> but like to a certain point I'm I'm probably going to freak out one day and be like, I'm out. Throw, <laughs> well, it my, seems throw like my hands could, up and just fuck yeah. like this. Build, that's what I did with my job. I built up my uh, the little jewelry business, and yeah. then it felt like it was a good time to transition over. Yeah. Because I wasn't making a ton doing working in the group homes with the... I mean, it was enough, but it was hard work. You had some good hours. stories. I had some stories, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if good's the word, actually, <laughs> but you had some stories. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I miss it a little bit. I liked taking care of people and like hanging out with them. And, yeah. But, How long has it been since you stopped doing that? Um, right around when Ryder was born, so around two thousand and eight. Okay. Yeah, so I've been doing this full time since then. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I quit right around right when I was pregnant with him because I was yeah having to work third shift and working overnights with like three adult men that had, you know brain injuries and mental disabilities and it was yeah. a lot 
on my yeah, body. I was like lifting grown men like off the floor and like cleaning. It was just too much because so, <laughs> they're so understaffed and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this, this isn't even like safe for me right now. No, yeah, especially so being pregnant. Trans- transitioned over to, um, <clears throat> yeah, doing some shows and yeah, you people seem to buy jewelry, which is great. I think, yeah, I love that it's just, yeah, like a little talisman, you know? It's yeah. People. It's a nice little luxury. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I did a lot of shows for a long time. And everything you make is so, uh, it's very classy. Yeah. There's Thanks. nothing that's like <clears throat> big and ridiculous and, you know, like you have just everything's. Yeah, I think because, yeah, that's it, actually when it sort of switched over to being semi-successful is when I stopped making things I thought I should make. Like people were like, you should make like red earrings or so I'd make, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know. I was never like a huge jewelry wearer because I don't want to yeah. feel it on. I don't want to have to yeah. like be encumbered by it. I want to, because I'm always working or I have rider or I'm doing something. I don't want yeah. something that's in my way that I feel because that's uncomfortable. So once I started making things that I'd actually wear, then I think it started yeah. selling. So that's that's definitely something that worked out. Well, and it's funny. Making what you like instead yeah. of what people tell you you should be making. Or yeah, then do it, what you should be doing. Or. Yeah, and then it appeals to <clears throat> your same like-minded group yeah, of people. Yeah, people that I can Melanie's finding to. that <clears throat> certain kind of, a certain type of people are uh, attracted to her stuff. Yeah. Which is good, and that's kind of what it's she's... For people that she can talk to, yeah. Yeah, like, and she's gearing toward, you know, she has her stuff in places that is that kind of people go go in there yeah. so it's good yeah she has a yoga studio yeah a yoga studio and then the one she just got into was um the same place I went where they do tarot reading but they do um there's like Reiki and oh, um, nice. a bunch of stuff oh wow in that same location which is uh pretty awesome yeah cause the, pl- the, the place <clears throat> is very it's set up kind of similar to this where they have their this commissioned work that people made mm-hmm. and there's you know oh, cool. stuff like that but then they have their areas with tarot cards and there's a room in the back for uh, like Reiki sessions yeah. and stuff like that huh. I've never had tarot cards read for I, me I had it and it was it was you, crazy you suggest it yeah yeah, yeah cool. it was really cool the girl I did it with uh, she was on the she was on the show Jen she was really good and she was uh, the way she explained it was she kept it she keeps it upbeat mm-hmm she doesn't like tell you all the doom and gloom that like I, I guess when you read tarot cards you can kind of huh. I think it could go either way yeah so she tries to keep it as like a positive thing right and it was good oh nice yeah it was, it was she, and the stuff she was telling me was stuff that was kind of in the back of my mind anyway yeah so it's just weird because she'll say you know, she's saying this and I'm like yeah. Yeah, that's and, you know, a like thing. I, and like, I didn't have, like, because I guess you can go and be, have a question for them. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, you know, how is my business going to fail? You know yeah. what I mean? You have, like, some kind of question you want to know. And uh, I really didn't have anything because I didn't know what to prepare for. What to even expect, yeah. Yeah, and um, she sat and then she started laying down the car. She says, you're right, you don't have a question. And I'm like, that's weird. She's like, you do, but you don't. I'm like... <laughs> What's okay. my question? And, yeah, and I'm like, you're know. right. I'm like, there's like a thousand things I yeah. want to ask, but I don't know what to ask. So, uh, do you consider yourself a uh, craftsman, craftsperson, crafts or person. a craftsperson, or a artist? Oh boy, I suppose a little of both. Because yeah, there's definitely craftsmanship that comes in with using like age old techniques and tools like a lot of the the techniques I use are um, jewelers have been using them for centuries Uh, so like not soldering well soldering in a different form now I use like modern you know torches but just like forging and like bending metal and you know cold connections and stuff and then the artist part I suppose comes in when you have to design and come up with like a cohesive group of work and that works on someone's body you know there's yeah. I feel like there's some sort of artistic slant that has to come in there but a little yeah a little of everything I guess. that's cool yeah that's a good answer <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So what advice would you give um, to somebody that wants to make jewelry or who is just trying to start out? Like, what what could you tell hmm. them? I think the biggest thing that helped me was finding a mentor, like finding that girl in Boston that was really open with her, finding a community of people that are going to help you, you know, answer your questions or just someone to talk to. That's how I feel like I got started. She was so open and welcoming, and she's like, come on in, and like, just showed me what she does and invited me to learn. She taught me so much. And then through knowing her I met and doing shows, I met other jewelers that have my little jewelry pod of people there. Yeah. We share materials, share suppliers, share all that. Because in the jewelry industry, I think all, you know, probably all craftsmen mm-hmm. areas, there's like a close this like closed off people don't want to share like who they buy their materials from they don't you know they think people are going to steal their ideas i feel like when you get to that point where you're kind of like closed off and you're not sharing i feel like you're on your downward spiral (laughs) i think you have to be open to new ideas and be open with your information yeah i don't know yeah, it's, it's scary to put yourself out there and to be like, yeah, this is where I buy my chains because I've definitely had people, you know, people that have worked under me, you know, make, start making similar things. But I feel like I may have done that also. Yeah. Because you only know what you're being taught and you kind of like have to have somebody that's, you know, kind of go through that with you and yeah. help you find your, find your voice in it. So that yeah. would be my advice is to ask questions and find people that, you find, can kind of build a little community of... Find people to help. Yeah, go for, and then just go for it, because it yeah. takes, like, it's mileage, I think, putting mileage under your belt to do what you love to do. Yeah, that's Because you're going to fail for... It's going to suck for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's the point where a lot of people give up, and yeah, you have to... That's the thing, you have to love it, or love what it gives you. Like, I love the time and the freedom. Yeah. Yeah, that's my big... My biggest thing is... So many things I can picture myself doing. Mm. Either they won't ever make any money, <laughs> or I'll just—it's like yeah, you have to push yourself through yeah. the through the bad part so you can get good at it. Yeah, because once you get good at it, then you're yeah to that yeah you're the person that people go to. Like I'm with slowly your getting podcast, <laughs> you're yeah. Each time you do it, you're learning something. Yeah. Like each oh, time yeah, you're I've like, oh, now we're gonna use the headphones, and yeah. no one's gonna touch my material, <laughs> my my little buttons over there yeah yeah it's hard it's hard to know what but picture yourself in 10 years like you yeah this could be your gig you could go to the beach with your kids and then stop at the yeah i have a whole you know i have a a a daydream Mm. we've known each other for a long time you've probably seen me a thousand times just staring off into space (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah, no, that's that's. I have a daydream for it. Yeah, where it's like that's my thing, and I like um, like I have a little studio kind of setup. I have my desk, and mm. I I built a long skinny desk for this stuff. It's a little wider than this, um, in case I can talk to people at home. Oh, nice. You no, know, because there's there's people that live in the area that I could have just invite them over. It'd mm. be a hell of a lot easier to just have everything ready to roll. And uh, so I like that having my own little space but i also like the idea of traveling to somebody because like so i talk to tyler and i get to see his workshop Mm -hmm. i'm here and i get to i get to see you know if you came to my house we half the stuff we wouldn't even have anything to talk about because i'm not (laughs) looking at your jewelry i'm not yeah getting a feel for yeah you get a feel for it when you're when you're with somebody and you're at you're at you're in their space Mm -hmm. you come and invade their space yeah (laughs) you know you have you know, you just get a different feel for for uh, yeah. what what they're all about. So that's I like it. I yeah. like the idea of traveling. Manifest too, that. You know. Um. So if somebody wants to contact you <clears throat> or I welcome people to contact me. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> love um, either yeah jewelers that or people that even getting started in any sort of. You know, self-employment yeah. situation. Um, yeah, I've been through a lot of yeah. the ins and outs of it. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, so even if I don't can't answer questions, I, I know a lot of people in the same community. Cool. <clears throat> so if somebody wants to buy your stuff or uh, see it, how should they do that? 
I have a website. It's www.harmonywinters.com. That's the best place for it. And then my Instagram is where I spend a lot of time, too much time probably. <laughs> um, so that's a good portfolio of my work and just kind of my yeah. inspiration and such. So that's Harmony Winters on there too. Cool. Just, yeah, hopefully I come up in a Google search. That's the, probably yeah. the easiest way. Do you have a phone number or anything for people to call, uh, like here? Or? No, I mostly do email and email. then phone if... What's your email address? It's hello at harmonywinters.com. Okay. Yeah. I don't answer my phone. I have a phone <laughs> number, but um, I don't. Because I get so many phone calls that aren't f- legit. I just, yeah. And then I end up missing customer calls, so... Unfortunately. See, good advice. So actually, put, I just put a new uh, message on my voicemail to text me <laughs> at yeah. this number because, yeah, I get so many phone calls. Yeah, that's my big thing is uh, trying to contact people. I don't know what's best. Some people could care less about Instagram. Some people contact me through like Facebook Messenger, and I'm like, I barely look. I don't even know how to get to that right now. <laughs> I just don't do it like your brother. That's how he like yeah. contact. That's Sarah. how I contact them. That's how we have whole family. But I'm like, I see it'll pop up. Like, oh, he sent me a message, and then I'm, or Sarah will send me a message. I'm like, but how do I get to this now? To like, yeah, yeah. Some people just, talk that. Some I've had people. I've reached out to people to be on the podcast. A couple of people so far have been like, this is my number. Call me. Just, just text me or call me. Yeah. Because I don't, why the hell did you just try to contact me on Instagram? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell is this? You know, and it's people, either people I don't know at all or people that I are like old acquaintances or whatever, yeah. you know. So it's, it's not like I see them all that often or ever. All right. So thank you so much for letting me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Me in. It was nice to catch up. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so what did you guys think of that? I thought it went pretty well. Um, I want to thank Harmony. Give her a big thank you for being on the show and having me visit the store. Uh, thank you for listening. If you want to see any of Harmony's stuff... Uh, you can go online, go check her out at HarmonyWinters.com. She has an Instagram page. It is Harmony.Winters. She has a Facebook page, I believe. Um, the store is located at 896 Main Road in Westport, Mass. Uh, the best way to contact her, as she said, is her email. It's hello at HarmonyWinters.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you want to see what's going on with the show, you can go on Instagram and check out Odd People Podcast. You can go to Facebook. And there is also a Facebook group, Odd People Podcast Facebook group. Join it. Post some stuff on there. If you've had an experience with anybody that's been on the show and you want to brag about how cool they are and their friends or just you're a customer of them or whatever, uh, drop a line. Tell me how you like the show. Tell me what you think. I'm always up for criticism. I'm cool with that. Uh, So as always, stay positive, stay inspired, stay on.